Well, listen, when I was growing up, we would have hog killing days over at my mm-hmm. grandpa Campbell's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a really big thing. And I tell about it in the book, too. I put stories in here. But hog killing day was a big fun big day, day because it was all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. Everybody, your aunts and uncles, your great grandparents, everybody was there because we all had to work because you didn't kill just one hog. You, you killed know, several. Kill hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Hey Now podcast. I'm Philip. I'm Shane. And I'm Dana. Many of you may recognize Miss Dana. She is also a fellow content creator, among other things. I am. We're going to talk about that more here in just a second. But she is a Haydenite. Yes, I am. A fellow neighbor. And we, Shane and I were talking. We were like, we would be crazy not to have Miss Dana on. Oh, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to be here because I've known you boys for a long, long time. Since we was a little bitty. Since you was a little bitty. I don't want to talk about how many years you've known us. I know it. Me either. But anyway, it's good to be here. Dude, how in the world did you get to write a book? Well, um, it was really the Lord doing this, and he paved the way. Okay. And I didn't know it, but when my husband was elected to state representative, we had to go to Montgomery, and we stayed there about... Uh, you know, four to five months out of the year. And while we're there, I'm his assistant. I'm a retired teacher, so I go with him. I'm his assistant because he doesn't have, they don't have a staff. Mm. And so I'm down there doing what he needs me to do, et cetera. And everyone at all these meetings would want my business card and they would hand me theirs. And I didn't have any, you know, teachers, I don't, I don't nope. have a retired teacher business card. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, I thought, oh, I'm going to, you know, give them some recipes. Mm-hmm. So I had these little recipe cards and I would just hand out a recipe card that had my information on one side. But anyway, started handing out recipe cards back in 2013. Uh, and then I printed up some more and I would do give more recipe cards. So all the foodies down there now know who I am and everything, et cetera. But what ended up happening, I was, I got this phone call from tourism, you know, the Alabama Department of mm-hmm. Tourism. And a lot of times I would get calls from different people down there. And I, I would know that they needed David. They always needed yeah. David. And they, <laughs> for some reason, had my number. And I would say, and I answered the phone, hey, I know you need David, but he's on the tractor and I will get him to you as soon as he gets in from the field. And uh, they're like, oh, no, Miss Standards, we need to talk to you. And I'm we like, you right need to person. talk to me? What is it? And they said, we've got to do a cookbook for the state of Alabama for the bicentennial. And the last, um, and when we were 150 years old, the governor's wife did it. And they mm-hmm. said, and, you know, our governor's a lady and she's not married and there's nobody to fill that spot. Can you come to a meeting? And I was like, sure. Now, look, I have like 200 plus cookbooks. I was digging through cookbooks. Mm -hmm. I had a stack, took them down there and went to that meeting. And that's how it ended up starting uh, is that they, after a few meetings, they said, we want you to be the author. We want you to be the face of the book. And, you know, we were zoning in on culinary heritage recipes Mm -hmm. uh, from across the state. So that first cookbook has... Uh, recipes from reps and senators and the governor and from all across the state of Alabama. Every district is represented. It was fun to work on, Man. too. Fun to work on. Just couldn't really see that coming. I didn't. And it's all because 
I was handing out those recipe mm-hmm. cards because I know the part of the background story of who called me and they had talked to somebody that knew what was going on in Montgomery and they said, we have got to have somebody for this cookbook and this uh, person that knew me and all that, she said, have I got the woman for you? And then she gave them my information. So I'm very thankful for that. And it, the whole thing was God paving the way. It wasn't me. But every uh, penny that was made from that first cookbook went to... Uh, the restoration and the maintenance of our state capital. So it was all a labor of love for, yeah. for my state that that I adore. And our families have been here forever, sure. you know, for a long, long time. Uh, and so it was just a labor of love. A labor of love for sure, but then that led to a bestseller. Is that, do I remember that right? It did. I remember. This is a bestseller on Amazon. That's incredible. And it's amazing to me because I'm like, it's just my little Southern recipes <laughs> and it's my family's and stuff we've been eating for generations. Well, obviously, there's a reason you've been eating it for generations yeah, and that is. reason's in the book. Uh, exactly yes, there right. is too. And I'll tell you that Psalms 34 Bakery that's in Hayden, you know, mm-hmm. they make my old-fashioned carrot cake mm-hmm. so if you ever get a hankering for that go buy and that's your recipe one. that's my recipe sure is we'll put a link in the in the description notes to your book on amazon if somebody's wanting to pick that up the surprise over all of the stuff that we've talked about when i started doing these cooking videos i had one and this is how it came about sometimes I get tired of following recipes and i'm like i'm gonna create mm-hmm. one of my own mm-hmm. and i wanted some guacamole how do you say guacamole how do you say it a little guacamole in your hands, it means a little guacamole in your pocket. Okay. Well, anyway. Okay. We don't know what that means, <laughs> I but. I don't know what that means either. I'm not putting that, that in my hand, in my pocket. You need to be better with that tortilla chip, it sounds like. Uh, listen, what happened is, one day I thought, I'm going to make it how I want it to taste. This is nobody else but me making it, and I'm in there by myself. So I took. Two avocados. Two. Except more ripe than that. Mm -hmm. I took one lemon. Two avocados and And then I was in a bind because I needed the right spices Mm -hmm. to make guacamole. And I thought, what do I have in there? I have a lot of spices because I kind of collect them. So I started looking around in there and I came up with this. Tony's Creole seasoning. And I put half a teaspoon in with this. Mm-hmm. That's I, your ingredients. Four, or this you got four it. items. Yes. And really, if you count this as one, this, this, this. So I mixed it up together and I was like, oh my gosh, that is so good. This is really good. And then I gave David some and he's like, Dana. And I'm like, I know. And then it's not published. I just did it on a video. Mm-hmm. And I have had over... 901,000 people watch this video and make it. Yeah. I've got people that stop me and say, I love your guacamole. I love your recipe. guacamole. <laughs> sometimes, uh, sometimes the best things are you just, just happen up on them, just find them. You say there's more than one right way to do something. That's what you say that there's more than one way to skin a cat. You know, that that's actually talking about a catfish. Well, I didn't know that. That's what it is. You know how many times I questioned that? Meow cat my whole time. Ever? You've never questioned that? Not one <laughs> no, time. Me either. <laughs> you were just going along with that. There's more than one way to skin a cat. Well, well I've skinned a lot of things. Why not? I mean, why not a cat? But yeah. actually, it's actually a catfish. So, you know, when you skin a catfish, you can hang them up by a nail or you can start with their tail or you can fillet them. You can, um, you can do, I mean, there's many ways to skin a catfish. So that's what that was about. It's a little lesson for you there. Little country curse. Did I ever tell you about the first time that I saw a catfish skin? Nope. Let's hear it. <laughs> Let's hear it. 
now you've now you've opened I'm that can of worms. You've ahead. opened that can of worms. Let's go ahead. Well, I was just a little boy, probably <laughs> six, and we'd. Our grandfather had a catfish pond. We'd have a catfish fry at least one time every summer. Sure. A whole family would go up to the pond, mm-hmm. and everybody would catch. And so all the men would go back to the pump house over at his house, and the ladies would go and prepare different things for, for tomorrow, for the next Cold day. Coleslaw, yeah. potato salad. So we went in there, and it was Yum. the first time I ever got invited to the men, the men pump house. And so I'm over there messing with the catfish, right and my Papa Hayes, my great-grandfather, reaches in there and gets one. And puts it down on the ground, oh, and he grabbed his hammer, and I thought, I, I'm not real sure what he's <laughs> going to do with a hammer. And it was one of those wicky moments. I mean, just oh. wicky. And that, that hammer was buried down in that mm-hmm. catfish head. Limp went the catfish, wiggle, and the wiggle, skin wiggle. And, convinced, and commenced. And I thought, well, I never would have thought to have done that. see that coming. But you ain't got to worry about offending you after you bury that hammer in his head. And I thought, well, okay. All oh, right. dear. Did, were we you devastated? It. No, I said, I'm going to do the next one. Oh, did you really? <laughs> well, I've always liked to <laughs> ball bags and huh? different things, you know. So. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Well, listen, when I was growing up, we would have hog killing days over at my mm-hmm. grandpa Campbell's. Mm. Uh, and it was a really big thing. And I tell about it in the book, too. I put stories in here. But... Hog killing day was a big fun day day. because it was all hands on deck. Mm -hmm. Everybody, your aunts and uncles, your great grandparents, everybody was there because we all had to work because you didn't kill just one hog. You killed several. And I I remember when I realized that, you know, my grandpa would get me and carry me out and let me pet the pigs and Mm -hmm. let me pet all the animals. And I remember when I realized you were a vegetarian. What we were doing, and that was that pig that I used to be petting. And so I, you know, was pretty quiet trying to digest all that. But it was intriguing watching them do everything. Yeah. And I had this one cousin, and I didn't put it in the book, but mm-hmm. he was a little bit older than us. And he, when he would come over, there were three of us girls. And I know one time he got an eyeball mm. and chased us all over the place with that eyeball. With the pig eyeball. The pig Eyeball. Yeah, yeah, but it made me childhood tough. Childhood memories. Childhood. It made me tough because when I was an anatomy teacher at the high school, we dissected eyeballs. Yeah, and it was like no problem. They they call those. <laughs> I've cor- been chased by them before. Core memories is what they call <laughs> exactly. that, right, Mister? <laughs> I see you. I see you. I know. Those are the ones that you you have reoccurring dreams about. You're yeah. sleeping, and then the eyeballs like, oh, after me. Wait there's a minute. that eyeball. <laughs> I know. Funny things that you learn from your cousins. Sure. Lessons learned at hog skinning. It's been a long time since I've been to a hog skinning. Oh man, it's good. And I I remember in my in the kitchen they had this table and they would pile up the sausage. We would do our own sausage. Mm. I say we. I watched mm-hmm. them, but they would grind all that meat up and would have a huge thing. It was like the table was bigger than this, and it would be full. They would get the mix and they would mix all the seasoning in with it, and then they would cook some and we would eat it. And yeah. see if it was the right or not. Yeah. Might, I, might need to flavor it a little bit better. Might need to flavor it. But I guess one, I had this uncle that was a jokester. And one time he pretended like he was eating raw meat. Mm. And, you know, I'm a little kid. I'm just watching them. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're going to make me eat that raw meat. Yeah, and I so I just got out of there. Got to go. <laughs> so I'm, I, I'm going to find somewhere else to be as opposed to eating I know some raw it. hog. Well, meat. I wrote raw about that meat. in there. And my uncle... When he saw it, he said, Dana, I didn't really eat that. I was <laughs> pretending. And I said, you're a good actor because I thought you did. Let me ask you and this. And you were going to make me eat it. Do you have a fine hog jaw recipe in there, Miss Dana? I do uh, with my wow. 
with my uh, black eyed peas. Yes. For uh, it's called New Year's New black Year's eyed peas. Day. Yeah. Absolutely. And y'all know we have that tradition, and every year I make the hog jowl black eyed peas and the turnip greens. Now I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I I question quite a few because it's getting more and more popular to process your own meat, right? To have mm-hmm. a hit a hog. Uh, butchered or, or or buying half yeah. a cow or whatever that's kind of getting mm-hmm. more and more popular well I, I think i did this to you 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 had some hogs you carried them to the slaughterhouse i for carried me. them for you and i told philip i said now when you get up there make sure that they get you hog jaw and he looked at me like i had three heads <laughs> like in the world are you gonna do with the jaw and i said make sure that you get that and he said well what i owe you what do I owe you for hauling the hogs? I said, all you got to do is give me six sides or three sides, you know, three sides for each hog of jowl. That's all yeah. I want. The now you're saying jowl, J-O-W-L. J-O-W-L. Yeah. And uh, he did. He paid me three hog, three sets of <laughs> hog jaws for hauling his hogs to the, the slaughterhouse. slaughterhouse. Yeah. And let me tell you, it was the best payment I believe I've ever had. Oh, it's delicious. You remember how hard oh, it was for us to get it. that pig up in that trailer? It was very difficult. <laughs> he didn't want to jump up in there. I think he knew uh, something was up. What did you do? We picked him up. Yeah, I think we ended how up How big was him. it? He was bigger. 200 something pounds. Uh, we just had a time and pick him on up. Listen, David, when I was dating him, uh, before I started dating him, he raised feeder pigs mm-hmm. and he raised a lot of pigs. Uh, and would take them to the sale. Yeah, we have story. <laughs> we have a lot of those kind of stories yeah. that I may not tell all of them right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I will tell you this: the first pair of diamond earrings that he bought me was when I was sixteen, and he sold a pig to buy to them buy. for Aww. me. Isn't that sweet? I still have them. I love them. Now that's a that's a story that you can tell your grandkids. Ain't yep, it? yep. I love them. He sold a pig for him. What for them diamond earrings, earrings were. A pig. One pig. A whole pig. One pig. Whole hog, whole pig. as they say. The whole hog. <laughs> but I can tell y'all another story about me and David, too. I'm just going to zip Go into this. Go on with it. Let's hear it. Um, when I was trying to get his attention when I was in high Poor school, mm-hmm. I was trying to get his attention. He wasn't acknowledging. So I was trying really hard to get his attention, you know, kind of batting the eyelashes and doing a little mm-hmm. flirting. But, you know, anyway, it wasn't working. So one morning I got up and my Papa Swan said, we got to haul hay when we get home. Mm-hmm. So you come home, you don't do anything, but maybe grab a snack and you get out to the hay field. Yes, sir. And, you know, he was the boss and we did what he said. So uh, at school that day, David decided to take notice and he said, hey, why don't we go out and oh, do something after what school? A, what and time, I'm like, Mr. David. David. And then I didn't really like for people to know that we had to work. You know, So I never told many people at school that we had to work. Now I don't care. I don't know why I felt that way either, sure. but uh, yes. it was something I just Adolescence. didn't tell. Yeah, it's confusing time. That's but right. anyway, he. I said, what am I going to do? If I don't go, I can't go out with him, but if I don't tell him why, then he, you know, he'll think I don't like him. What mm. am I going to do? What am I going to do? And finally I thought, I'll just tell him, I'm sorry, David, can we do it another day? I've got to haul hay when we get home. And he was like, oh, you got to haul hay. I said, yeah. I said, Papa will be mad if I'm not there. I have to be there. And he said, I'll just come help you. Well, I think he was testing the waters here, Miss Dana. Just want to know exactly what you're telling, right? Are you you got to haul hay? Am I hauling hay or not? Am I just... Are you just trying to put on a little show? Put him off. 
Anyway, he got up there with us. He had to haul hay with us, and they put him to stacking. It was the square bales. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly. And so my sisters and I were not very large. We were tiny. And Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, we'd throw the bales up, and then he would stack them. Uh, And I'm telling you, he won over my grandfather, my father, the whole kit and caboodle family. He was a favorite after the hay hauling day. Yeah. Yeah. How many years now? 42 years we've been married, but we dated a year before that. So we've been together 43 years. 43 years ago. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Do Mm -hmm. you know what the children's table is? The children's table is funny because I remember, you know, being there. And let me tell you something else you learn at the children's table. I learned things you like to mix ingredients that I never... (laughs) Never even thought was an option. Like um, what? I learned, that, and I won't. <laughs> I will never forget this. Ta- talking about the children's table, and this is something that everyone may not be aware of, but uh, growing up in a missionary Baptist church, you had the preacher over quite regular for Sunday mm-hmm. lunch. Fried, fried chicken. Fried chicken. We or, did too. Uh, you know, hammer steak or whatever, pot roast, beef stew, whatever it was. The preacher would come over to eat with, and then they was, at that point in time, the preacher went somewhere to eat every Sunday, right? Yes. Well, he had a, a daughter by the name of Ro- uh, Robin, and Robin and I were same age, very good friends, and we we you know of course preacher come over, we we running around, we got had to sit at the children's table together with her older brother and then my younger brother and our cousins. We'd all be at the children's table. Robin loved and taught me how to put ketchup on. A roll. No. Ketchup on rolls. Is it good? I've it's never phenomenal. Have you ever eaten that? You still that? do that? <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, I don't yeah. do it anymore, but, yeah. but at the time as a kid, I was you like, roll. Run, you, run, you done run <laughs> it. Run the roll. <laughs> Butter, butter is what you put well, on. Well, that's what the adults always did. They put butter on there, you know. But she mm. would, and she would not eat a roll without ketchup, and she'd squirt that ketchup on there, no. eat it. I've and never just heard of savor it. it. No. Now, when I married into David's family, they did something with ketchup that I wasn't used to, and they would put it on peas. I've seen it, but on I've never peas. Done it. His sister did. Nobody else in the family did. And I'd be like, What are you doing? And she's like, I'm putting ketchup on Ketchup like, on my peas. Why? And she's like, It's good. I'm like, Oh, that's what Danny that's told unnatural. me to do. <laughs> well, let me file in suit here. We got three ways. <laughs> The most prominent weird thing to me, I know people do this, but to me it was weird. So I have family in Lynn, Alabama, which is Winston County, and we're from Blunt County. And I'm talking about I thought we were in the woods. But anyway, <laughs> Winston County, they do things a little different out there. But anyway, we go out there. We have a big lunch, the whole thing, big family thing. Well, a couple hours later, I got hungry, just like kids do. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I want, I need a sandwich. I need so They said, oh, come on back here. We'll fix your sandwich. You like a you like banana sandwich? Yeah, I like a banana sandwich. So don't I'm sitting it. there thinking. Don't tell us. So I said, yeah, I'm telling you. No, I'm no. telling you what they did. So I'm sitting there. You already get, heard this. They, no, I never told him this. No, but so I know where it's going. They get out two pieces of white loaf bread. They're on fire. They're doing good. They get that banana, break yeah. it in half, slice it long ways. we got four slices of banana. Here comes the peanut butter on the other side of the bread. And yep. then there was one more jar that I'm they out. got out. I'm, I'm out. telling you. What is it? Mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> he can't do mayonnaise. He can't stand it. Uh-uh. 
I, I, I was sitting there and I thought they were joking with me and they put that knife down in there and here they come back out no. with it. I said, no, no, what <laughs> are you doing? They it. said, what do you mean? You don't like mayonnaise on your peanut? It. But I said, you're going to ruin my sandwich. I said, just <laughs> lope, just put the bread down. <laughs> what happened? What did they do? I snatched that sandwich before <laughs> yeah. they put mayonnaise on Give it. Me that. I thought to myself, what have I gotten into mm. up here in Lynn? Winston, and right. the, in Winston That's the County. free state of Winston for you right there. Oh, yeah. Live free, die hard. <laughs> They're living free up there. Mayonnaise yeah. on sandwich, wow. peanut butter banana wow. sandwiches. Have I ever told you about the bologna sandwich? Bologna's a lot mm-hmm. similar to spam. Mm-hmm. No. Well, like, well I different. can't agree. I it's, cannot agree with you it's there. It's processed meat. Let's I'll just, agree with that. Let's it's, go there. Okay. <laughs> but it's not the same. So, I as a kid, I did not like bologna. I, I really didn't. I, I had even fried. You didn't I had, like it as, even as a child. I had no desire for bologna. Well, I was over there working. You're before. so spoiled. I go was, ahead. I was. Very <laughs> met, you ever met this guy? Yeah. <laughs> You're spoiled, rotten. So I was working for her one day. We were in the. I think we were just pit, patching fence. She she had a Hereford. Oh yeah. She had a bunch. Of, she was a Hereford lady. She she. Had the a, walker dog or cows? Walker dog or cows. She had Hereford. She'd have, you know, run 20, 25 head as long as I remember. And, and she was needing some fence fix. So I was fixing fence for her. And it got on up in the day. And I, I had forgotten to eat breakfast that morning. So I Uh-oh. was I was hungry. You know, I was 14, 15 years old. You were starving. I was I was starving. <laughs> yeah. I was hungry. And so she had uh, rode her old Ford pickup up there, you know. And she'd come up. She said, Shane, I got you lunch fix for you whenever you're ready i said well thank you aunt marie i'll be down in just a minute you know i gotta fix this little patch and i thought man i can't wait because it's gonna be good whatever it is <laughs> when i walk in there and i sit down and she's getting stuff ready and i see her get all stuff and then she reaches in and get that long <laughs> tube of baloney uh... I thought, my gracious, I don't even like bologna, right? I can't, I can't. And but my stomach was saying, Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> yeah. You gonna I'll have, take care of it. You're gonna have to have something before you go back up there. Well, she um she had already fried some pieces. She was gonna fry her own, and she but she put her mind back on there, warmed it up a little bit, made me that sandwich, <clears throat> and I ate that fried bologna sandwich. And you couldn't have fed me a ribeye and it tasted any <laughs> You better. were hungry. Friend, I was so hungry that it was the best bologna I had ever had. Now, from that day forward, I've eaten bologna ever since. But I learned something from that. That's, this, this is what I learned from that. The Lord's like that a lot, right? <laughs> Teaching you lessons. He'll teach you a lesson, yep. right? Yep. And, and, and when you really need it, when you really desire it, and the Lord gives it to you, you can, it can be bologna sandwich, but you wouldn't trade it for a steak, a ribeye steak. If That's it's, exactly right. If it's what you need, right when you need it. Yep. You mentioned bologna. That's a mystery meat. <laughs> I know Sloppy Joe's not a mystery meat, but I've been waiting to tell this one. <sighs> Bethany almost killed me the other day. Was it planned? No, she didn't plan to do uh, it. Accidental. We have two refrigerators. Mm-hmm. We have Uh-oh. a downstairs refrigerator and upstairs refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes the downstairs it's overflow. Downstairs is we overflow. I understand that. I and have soft two drinks. as well. Yeah. Overflow and soft drinks. She was working. First world problems. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. She was working. I'm at the house by myself, which is not good. Don't ever leave me by myself. <laughs> I'm hungry, so I go to the first refrigerator. Nothing. And I said, well, I, 
Maybe there's something down here. Maybe. She cooked um she cooked tacos and I thought well, she had had some leftovers that couldn't find them. And I said, I bet she put them down there in the oh. in the basement. So I go down there, there it is, Tupperware bowl right there in the back. I said, Oh, it slid right here in the back. So I get it out, open it up. Looks just like sloppy Joe meat to me. <laughs> so I head upstairs. Put it in the microwave, mm. fire that thing up, get it out. It's steaming. It's smelling good. I'm hungry. I open the bowl, smell it. Oh, that's good. One spoon. After and I thought, man, this is this doesn't taste exactly like the taco <laughs> meat. Come on, man. The other day. Uh-oh. So Come I mean, but on, I'm hammering man. it. I'm just one spoon after Come another. On, I finished that up. Put the bowl in the sink. You rock and you roll. polished it. I finished the whole thing. God. I'm talking about a Tupperware bowl about like that, about like that. Finish the whole thing. I'm rocking and rolling the rest of my day. That night, Bethany comes home and she sees that Tupperware bowl in the sink. <laughs> oh, no. And she said, tell me you didn't eat what was in that Tupperware bowl. I said, is that taco meat you cooked the other night? <laughs> she said, fill up. That was sloppy Joe meat from August. <gasps> it had no. been in the refrigerator for a month and no. a half. Solid It gold. wasn't green? No. Oh. I ate every bit of it. Never got sick. And so after that time, I said, you know what? God <laughs> has got a plan for my life. That's right. You've been preparing that iron stomach for a while. I was going to say and iron stomach. Iron stomach. I won't eat meat in the refrigerator after four days. <laughs> you didn't know. Though. This had been 45 days. That mine, that mine got that you. That is awful. You didn't but even you know But you should have seen her face. Yeah. When she gravy. saw that Tupperware bowl, she just turned as wide as that sheet of paper, and oh, she looked at no. me like, this could be it. This could be You're bad. a goner. <laughs> this could be it. E. coli, Staphanella, whatever Ooh. else is in there. Man. I thought you were going to say, and I got so sick that I night. thought it was I, coming, too. I, was I figured thinking. it was on the way. You okay, he sick. got sick. I figure I added something to my immune system. I'm going to tell you something. you got an awesome stomach if you can eat stuff like that. Aunt Marie's freezer went out one day. Uh-oh. She called me in a panic. Lord, Shane, you got to come over here. <laughs> my freezer's going out. I said, all right, Aunt Marie, we'll be right on over, you know. Well, let's just hurry up whenever you can. I said, Miss Aunt Marie, I will get there. I promise. We got over there 45 phone calls later, right? But we, yep. we got there. And uh, she had an extra freezer. So she wanted to try to salvage some things. And now, Aunt Marie grew up in the Depression. So let's remember that, right? You didn't throw, you don't throw away nothing. Nothing. Not even yard onions in there. You keep it all. Everything's in there. I know. My grandparents did the same. But unfortunately, Aunt Marie did not understand how far gone the freezer was, right? It it had done thawed out and had been a minute. She just hadn't gone down there to see. Oh. And so we get down there and we're we're cleaning it out. We're cleaning it out. <laughs> Is there maggots? Tell me there's no. For, maggots. Fortunately, that had not gotten to the point of maggots. But we're okay. we're picking up. And, and this is Aunt Marie, though. We we take something out and she'd want to inspect it. <laughs> and I'd say, Aunt Marie, we can't. You don't want that. That's pork chops. Well, it's fine. Look at it. And I said, Aunt Marie, it's got blue rings around. Like it's got blue. <laughs> it's <laughs> We don't need it. We right? don't need it. So, mm-hmm. so she inspected all of it. Took a thirty-minute job. Took two hours because she had to check it all. But then we get down to what sh- our payment. And now this was a time. Do you remember? Um, do you remember when Twinkies 
went out of bit. You know, they stopped making them for a little while. Uh-oh. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Well, this was the time that they had stopped making Twinkies. And it had been at least five years. Oh, come on. <laughs> there there was. Box of Twinkies. <laughs> and I picked them up and uh, I said... Aunt Marie, you got a box of Twinkies in here. She said, well, Lord, there ain't nothing wrong with them Twinkies. And I said, other than the fact that I know that they ain't made these things in it minimum five years. And she said, well, they'll be fine. You just take him home with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That Since you helped me out, you just take them Twinkies so on home So that was your payment. You. So I got paid <laughs> in, in Twinkies. Twinkies. Not only Two Twinkies. Two hours worth. Five-year-old frozen. Five-year-old frozen uh, That Twinkies. were thawed. Well, here's the question, though. Did you eat them? Come on, Shane. I plead Fess the fifth. up. Fess up. I plead the fifth. I'm, <laughs> I may have tried he one did. of the five. Yeah. I know he ate one. <laughs> I might have had the box of Twinkies. Were they the banana or ones or they were the banana Ugh. ones? Did you feed them to your like brother that. first to make sure they were okay? Yeah. Or did you I said, I told Steve, hey, just so happened, I got some Twinkies. Yeah. <laughs> he ate one. He didn't die. So we, he's we still good. Them all. So y'all have got stomachs of steel as well. I guess so. But that probably, stomach, probably from, but yeah, getting paid to clean out a freezer for a box of Twinkies. That, that was. Uh, that's a, that's a story. That's a good story right there. That's Miss, that's Aunt Marie for you. <laughs> Mama hired me to empty out her cannon cabinet one time. Yeah. Ooh. Do you have to empty out the jars? Hundreds. I am so sorry. So she told me that. She said, I'm, I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you. I need you to clean this cabinet out for me. And it was up in a storage. Anyway, so I, and she, I said, where do you want them? And she said, well, I want them all the way across the pasture over there on the wood line just in case, you know, anything comes up. So I was toting, you know, just as many as I could out there. Well, I got tired of toting those jars. And at first I was being real careful. Unscrew the lid, pop it, and dump it out. Well, I... I was done with it. Mm-hmm. So I would go out there and I was just trying to sling them out, you know, slinging the, slinging. Well, I wasn't paying attention to what I was slinging. You know what I was slinging? Pepper sauce. Oh, no. This is July. I've got pepper sauce all over oh, me. You're burning. By the time I made it from the wood line to her yard, you I went in the house. I said, Mama, I said, what did you have? I mean, I was just burning up. And she said, Well, Sonny, hey, you've got pepper, pepper sauce. sauce. What were you doing? Just out there slinging it around everywhere? And I was like, No. As a matter of fact, I'm no, no, I don't know how this got all over me, you know. But one thing, so that was. But the one thing, though, oh, that grossed so me out funny. the most is I went to dump out one of the cans, and I just looked at it, and it was brown. And I said, what would be brown in this can? They canned meat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was canned beef <laughs> in, yeah. a, in a can. It had been in there for probably 10 years. Roast beef and I, I said, man, <laughs> I ain't dumping out one. <laughs> <laughs> you just throw that one you up in the way. You're going to you oh, have to buy goodness. you another jar. If you ain't ever had to clean out the cannons you ain't ever lived i mean <laughs> you sure ain't ever lived in hayden alabama if you ain't ever had to clean that out from your grandmother's house moral of the story if you're ever pouring out pepper sauce be careful <laughs> don't sling it on be you careful. don't sling it's hot it around stuff. it is hot Ali, we've had a had a good time talking to you miss dana i've had a good time you guys are pretty cool that's, well, a, hey, that's a compliment we'll take that we'll be called a lot worse yeah <laughs> But uh, so, how can people find you? 
How can they find me? I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. I have a website, danastandridge.com. But you can, if you want to see me cook anything, just get Google me. Just pull it up on your phone. Dana Standridge potato soup. Two ends. Double constant. Two ends. And it'll pop up. My videos will pop up. I've got three different videos on how to make potato soup. And Mm. I mean, or cornbread. My cornbread rocks. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just type in there, Dana Sanders cornbread, whatever. But if you want the book, it'll come to you on Amazon. You can get it in ebook or you can get it in print book. We all make sure y'all check out Miss Dana. And before we go, part of making this possible, we've got four sponsors I want to tell you about. Number one is Precision Graphics. We've got a new sign from them. If you have any sort of printing needs, if you need ink printed on anything, they can take care of you, and that's Precision Graphics, uh, Inc., inc.net. Also, uh, Miss Island, Island Law, uh, thermalhunting.com, and then also our friends at West Blunt Lawn and Tractor. So we appreciate you guys. Y'all check them out. But that's it for the Hayden Outbound Podcast. Well, I have a little tag that I say at the end of all my shows. Can bring I just it. bring please, it on? Please, please Let me tell you why it. I say I just started saying it because I do, but I have had people tell me, several, that no one in their life ever says I love you to them, except for me. And that's the reason they watch me. So at the end, I always say, the good Lord loves you, and he really does, and I love you too. Y'all go have a really good day and make you some wonderful turnip greens. We love you, and that's it for the Hayden Outbound Podcast this week. I'm Philip. I'm Shane. I'm Dana. We'll see you next time.